I wouldn't even know how to do that. What do you do? Just like walk up to random people and go, hey, blah, 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 sports. Dynasty Sports Empire, the podcast, part of the DynastySportsEmpire.com podcast network. Dare I say the flagship podcast of the Dynasty Sports Empire podcast network. We bring you the latest in sports and fantasy sports with, shall we say, a lighter approach to what most people consider a very serious undertaking. On the show today, episode 95, recording March 2nd, 2023. The combine is going on now, so I thought it was a good time that we go through all 32 teams and where they're headed in 64 minutes. That's two minutes per team. I think we can do it. All right, we should get right into it. As always, I'm your host, Jeff Roman, and alongside me tonight and every night is a guy who could who could run a 4-4-40 at the Combine, Tim Reinhardt. Welcome, Tim. That's definitely not true. The, the, <laughs> the fastest I ever ran a 40 was 4.6-something, and I was a senior in high school. Um, that's that's still pretty fast. That's still it, pretty fast. Keeping ah. keeping in mind that it was a it was a coach on a stopwatch, so there might have been a little generosity <laughs> in that a little budget. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, hey, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna run with it, and I'm gonna say that pun intended. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say that I ran a four six forty back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a fact, right? You know, if you state it long enough, confidently enough, it's a fact. It the clock said right. four point six, so we're gonna. <laughs> okay. That's exactly. You looked up and there was a big clock. No, nope, it in was the it was literally the coach be like four point six. Just shouting it out. That worked. That worked. Yeah, he rounded down probably. Not that, I we'll hope. So. Uh, come on, we'll I I was fast yeah. one one time. <laughs> you were you were very fast. Yes, now, you're still probably. I don't know. Don't give me the still. <laughs> uh, I'll maybe, maybe a little, a little speedier, but definitely have lost seven or eight steps since since our okay. days playing intramural football. Yeah, I mean that's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, you know, nothing compared to these guys who are no. You know, oh my gosh, they're four, specimens. Four that, you even look at you like know. these D linemen that are running. You know, they're they're like to put it in perspective. I was probably like a hundred and fifty pounds. Um, soaking wet, and there's like this 300 pound D lineman that's running five seconds. You know, like yeah. So they they are a specimen of athlete, like that is incredible. Yeah, yeah. So just just for some perspective, Nolan Smith from Georgia, six three two thirty five, ran a four four forty today. That's so, that's moving. That's moving. Yeah, the fastest. I think one of the fastest times ever for. Uh, he's kind of a linebacker sized, but fastest yeah. times ever for a line oh, uh, D lineman. So he's an edge rusher. So uh, they're only getting faster. No, they so. are. It's true. All right. All right so so let, we're we're going two yeah. minutes a pop. Two minutes a pop. We're right. gonna go in the 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 draft order. Okay. Um, I'm gonna attempt to time us and stick us at two minutes, uh, and do the old car horn sound from my from my phone when two minutes is up. All right. Um, I'm going to lead off with the odds. You're going to lead off with the evens and hopefully we'll, we'll get close to uh, 64 minutes. Let me look at the timer here. So we're, we're approaching four minutes since we started. 
So that would give us 68 minutes. All right. And we're done. Okay. Let's let's go ahead and get started. So starting on the clock, number one is the Chicago Bears. So Chicago has about a hundred and some odd million dollars in free agency money to spend. They've got uh, a quarterback in Justin Fields who looks like a good, talented quarterback to build around. They need basically everything. They're sitting at the top of the draft and don't need a quarterback. So I would assume they trade at the very least back to two with Houston. Um, Indianapolis seems thirsty to move up to one, so they certainly could be an option there. Um, I would imagine some sort of trade happens, but they don't go far so that they can get one of the top defenders in the draft um, and build around him with a bunch of free agency guys that they'll maybe have to overpay. But, you know, when you have a hundred and something million dollars to spend, that's, that's kind of what you do. Do, Yeah. Do you think, are are we definitively keeping Justin Fields? I, I think that they will. I know that a lot of people are talking about, Oh, should they go and trade fields and draft Bryce young? Reset the clock. I mean, I think you already know something about Justin Fields. You know, I mean, look back at the 2021 draft, right? You've got Trey Lance, who you don't know. You've got Zach Wilson, who you pretty much know is is not going to do it. You know Trevor Lawrence is going gonna, is gonna to be good, but Mac Jones is proven to be kind of mark. middle of the pack. You know, so I think you have something that's known. And I think that they stick with that. All right. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's this. this is all about... Getting draft picks and filling that that team up with talent around them. I think that's what what they have to look at. Right. Yeah, I think the big disappointment is that they traded away what turned out to be the number thirty two pick for Chase Claypool at the trade deadline, and that you know they probably would have rather had the pick. At this yeah, point. but they need but. talent, so that's what they've got. Right. Yeah. I. I... <sighs> Oh, all right. All there right. it is. We move on. All right. All right. So we move on to Houston. Houston. So Houston has to, I feel like they have to like where they're at in terms of the coaching hire. Um, you know, D'Amico Ryan seems like uh, this year's Robert Sala, like the, the energetic defensive coordinator. Um, I think big question here is, is he going to be able to, we look at the playoffs last year, and of the eight teams, I think it was that made it, I think it was seven, were offensive head coaches. So is he going to be able to put together an offensive staff that's going to bring this team out of the the basement? So um, they're obviously in the market for a quarterback. you got to assume that it's going to be um, – one of the two top quarterbacks um, that that goes. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think they are. You know, obviously that that win on the last game of the season uh, stings them a little bit, and so they may have to give up some draft capital to actually have the number one pick, uh, or they can just sit where they are and pick whichever quarterback right. doesn't get picked. If number they one. If kind they of play value, chicken with, yeah. with if they value Stroud and Young in the same way, um, yeah, then then they they're actually in a pretty decent spot. Yeah, I think they're and they're similar to Houston or to Chicago where they need a lot of pieces. Um, they do have some free agency money to spend. Brandon Cooks once out for like the fifth year in a row. So I think they have a lot of building to do. 
I think I agree with you that they, they got one of the, the good coaches in Demeco Ryan's available. Um, so I think their arrow is definitely pointing up. Will be interesting to see what what they end up doing with their with the young quarterback situation because it's it's got to be somebody from the draft this year for sure. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. Do- All right. It's like very. We did I was it. Gonna say, it's very we did it right on. I don't know when two minutes is coming. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know when it's coming and you don't. Yeah. All, All right. right. Next up. It. All right. Go ahead. You got the yeah. Colts, right? Next up no, is Colts next. Arizona. Arizona. Yes. Arizona. Number three is Arizona. So uh, they hired Jonathan Gannon from Philadelphia, another defensive coach. So that that is a, you know, as you said, offensive coaches have been the ones that have been getting to the playoffs lately. Uh, he takes over a team that has Kyler Murray, but Kyler Murray has a torn ACL, so unclear how much he's going to play this year even. Um, their defense was old and not very good last year, and Jonathan Gannon, you know, their defense was good, but I don't think anybody looked at that and said, oh, this is a tremendously schemed and organized defense. So he has a big challenge. One, we know Kyler Murray is kind of like a difficult-to-manage employee, <laughs> so to speak, and also... He's a defensive coach taking over, you know, a a team that uh, defense was not very good. So they have talent in Hopkins if Hopkins stays around. Uh, So I would I'm going to be very interested to see what they do there. Uh, I think they're probably take one of the top two defenders there unless they also trade down. Right. So they if somebody doesn't want to pay the price for one, somebody can pay the price for three. Uh, and play chicken again with Chicago. Uh, they got a long way to go. This year might be a lost year, and they'll be picking in the top five again. Yeah, so uh, pay attention to what happens to these other quarterbacks. The guy from Florida, uh, Richardson, right? Richardson. Um, and, the, yep. and the Kentucky quarterback. Um, Levis, Levis? Yeah, so Levis, you know, I, I'm feeling a lot of Zach Wilson hype happening around these guys right now. Um, so don't underestimate a team trading up to three to grab one of those guys. Um, just, I don't think they necessarily should go there. So I could see Arizona trading down. I, 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 I Oh, all right. That's it. Go ahead. Finish your thought. I, I wonder thought. if this was the best play. This was of all the head coaching vacancies. This might've been the worst one. Yeah, I agree with you. All right. On to Indianapolis at four. All right. Indianapolis. Um, another, uh, Philadelphia Eagles assistant coach goes here. Um, they are, I would assume, very likely going to pick a quarterback. They recently emerged in the Derek Carr sweepstakes, it seems like. Um, so is that something that, you know, at least he, I believe he met with the Colts. Um, so that could be an interesting thing. I, I don't know. They seem to be a bit more in rebuilding mode, mean, uh, needing more than just one piece away. So I expect them to um, either trade up or take the, assuming that everyone stays still, um, take the remaining quarterback, which very likely could be um, CJ Stroud. Um, Wild card, um, the Richardson uh, um, quarterback from Florida is a little bit more Jalen Hurst esque in his running ability. Just a wild card that that could be a surprise pick here. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's another reason why people are thinking that they'll trade up to one is Bryce Young is is more 
Jalen Hurts type than CJ Shroud. So it's, you know, Richardson and, and Young are more more like uh more like uh Jalen Hurts Hurts. Uh so I think that's a spot they have Pittman on offense, they have Jonathan Taylor, obviously, and they used to have a good offensive line. So I think that they their offense, especially with Steichen, can bounce back a little bit. Their defense is probably still a bit of a mess, and I'm not really sure how they're gonna how they're gonna fix that because they need to solve the quarterback problem here. So, um, you know, I, I think they're they're not a Derek Carr away yeah, from I, I getting to the that. playoffs. So yeah. I think it's it's a young quarterback and and rebuild it all up situation for them, and I think they understand that. All right, all right, on to the next one. It is odd. So that's me, and it's Denver. So Denver doesn't have their pick at five. They traded it to Seattle in the Russell Wilson deal. Um, so Russell Wilson kind of looked like a mess this year. I mean, I think the story for Denver this year is Sean Payton is the new coach, mm-hmm. a good offensive coach. Can he coach? Uh, that's a different. That, that was not the bell. That was a text <laughs> message. You're good. Not the bell. Uh, the, <clears throat> Can he turn uh, Russell Wilson into kind of a coachable guy running an offense that fits what Russell Wilson wants to do? Or can Russell Wilson buy into Sean Payton's offense? Um, I think it's possible. They still have a a very good defense, right? That kept them in games last year. They had, you know, I think I I heard a stat, something about uh, a team that had given up uh, as few points as they had. Uh, had never had a losing record before and they had a five and 12 record. So there's a bounce back potential there, especially with Peyton. They still have Russell Wilson, but not a lot of draft picks. So adding to the team is going to be pretty limited. So they got to kind of, you know, turn back the clock, so to speak with a bunch of these guys. I think this is going to be a culture change. Uh, It it has to be there. Like you said, they're not going to add much in free agency or in the draft. And so the big question is, can Sean Payton um, adopt a culture that Russell Wilson will buy into that doesn't put him on the second floor in an office um, with all the other, you know, um, upper management people and um, appeases him in a way that uh, that he is happy. So uh, it's it's a delicate balance. Um, I, I don't know what the story is going to be here, but uh, Sean Payton's Got a, I feel like he's got a big task ahead of him. All right. Good finish up there. All right. So next is the LA Rams at uh, who, who are the sixth. They traded that pick to Detroit. Yeah. So the Rams, ooh, um, have we, did we have, I guess the big question is, did we have a blip last year uh, with just some bad luck and some injuries or did we see the beginning of an end? somehow what do you think i mean i think they their injury luck kind of swooped in the opposite direction snapped back way the other way mm-hmm. um you know they have a team that's built on uh ramsey donald stafford and cup and th- i think three of those four guys were injured for a, a good portion of the year so their team is built on those four and if those four can stay healthy i think that they're going to be a reasonably good team. They, again, just like Denver don't have a lot of draft picks. So they, they pretty much gave those away. 
um, and didn't care about them. And it, you know, when it works out, it works out, but yeah. when you need to kind of rebuild, you know, some of your non-stars, that's a, a difficult thing to do without draft picks. Yeah. So we got about 50 seconds left on them. Too. So I, we got, it's an interesting situation. So Aaron Donald is 31 years old, um, which, you know, I would love to be 31 again, but in, in NFL years, that's, that's, Toward the back end of your prime, if not on the other end of it, Jalen Ramsey is 28. Um, he's nearing the end of that um, that in, that prime period as well. And and there were a couple of times where you you watched him play last year, and you're like, he just got cooked by uh, by a number of wide receivers. So I, I almost see like a a Darrell Revis sort of fade in him um, last year. I wonder how um, dominant he'll be. Um, so a little of the shine has has rubbed off, and they they mortgaged a lot of the future to be able to win now. So see where they go next year. Yeah, and a bunch of those guys were kind of threatening retirement, not threatening, but thinking about Thought about it. Yeah, uh, their coach was even thinking about retirement. Stafford thinking about retirement. So you know they could have one foot out the door either way. Exactly. All right, number seven. Las Vegas Raiders. So they are in the market for a quarterback. They're a little bit low for one of the top quarterbacks in the draft. Um, but one certainly could fall to them. But it seems like they are. They were in the Tom Brady sweepstakes. They're in the Derek Carr. Well, not in the Derek Carr sweepstakes because he was there. But Garoppolo, you know, those type Garoppolo, of... Um, that could be in the Aaron uh, Rodgers sweepstakes. Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. Yeah, exactly. So I think they're trying to get a win now quarterback. And I don't know if they're necessarily a win now team. Certainly they have Devonte Adams on their offense and they have, um, you know, Josh Jacobs. I believe he's a free uh, agent, but they'll probably him. franchise oh. him. Right. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I mean, franchise tag for running back might not be too expensive, but um, I think there is some talent there. Their defense is again, questionable. Uh, so I don't, I don't, I think they're in the market for a win now quarterback, but I don't know if they're a win now team, if that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe they're kind of deluding themselves into thinking that Aaron Rodgers is going to solve all their problems. Um, and that might not be the case. I don't know that this is the best place for Aaron Rodgers to go. Um, I'm not sure that I, I don't, and I don't imagine that Aaron Rodgers and Josh McDaniels would get along. I, I, I don't know a lot of people that would get along with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so I, I don't <laughs> – fair. I don't uh, – they don't have the defense and that that Aaron Rodgers, I think, is going to want to have. So I don't, I don't know that he's the – well, if, if he has any say in this, they're his landing spot. Um, another team that's kind of in that, like, middle-of-nowhere world where they're – not a piece away, but they're, I don't know, they're a number of pieces away. And they, I, I wonder about the direction of the team. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And Josh McDaniels, I don't believe in it at all. All right. All right. On to number eight and Atlanta. Okay, so the Atlanta Falcons also in the market for a quarterback. You would like to, I mean, you'd have to think, right? Um, yep. So... Where do they go? Do they move up? Do they stay here? Are they in the market for um, the Florida or Kentucky quarterback or some quarterback that we don't know yet that, you know, is going to use this week to, you know, or their pro day to shoot up the 
um, up the rankings. So seven and ten, um, a little bit of a like a surprising. I, I think not, not neither of us, neither you or I, um, thought that they were going to be that competitive. So um, you get the right quarterback and you draft the right quarterback in there. Um, could be interesting, um, but. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a tough place to be at eight and needing a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, look at seven, eight and nine, all need quarterbacks. Um, I think they are, if a Lamar Jackson shakes loose, I think they're a sneaky Lamar Jackson destination. Um, But they're a team that needs somebody. I mean, Desmond Ritter, it was fine. Uh, I don't think that they want to go into the season with, him as their quarterback they have a talented offense uh and they're you know as you said they had a pretty good year they kept them competitive i thought that they were going to be one of the worst teams in the league and they weren't they played hard um they're in a reasonably uh winnable division uh so they could certainly take a a playoff step forward if they if they kind of do things uh the right way and even a, a rookie quarterback, even if, if they could trade up to three or, you know, even even five um, and pick one of the quarterbacks. Um, I think Anthony Richardson might even fit their running quarterback scheme. Right. Well. Okay. All right. On to number nine, Carolina. Same story as the rest. Need a quarterback. Uh, just like Frank Reich, he's always needed – He. He's always needed a quarterback <laughs> for the last nine years of his – or whatever long he's been coaching. I feel like he's always needed a quarterback. Do you have any? <laughs> yeah, they need a quarterback. I mean, oh. their defense is good. Is it me They're, or this is, oh, this is you? You're, it's, it's an oh, odd. nine is it's me. Odd. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I told you not AFC, NFC because I get confused. Yeah. And I got confused. <laughs> it's uh, and Carolina is an easy one, at least. I don't think we even need a full minute. They need a, they need a quarterback. Like, I, I don't think Derek Carr – Derek Carr gets them to the playoffs. I don't think Derek Carr gets them to like a Super Bowl. Um, they're a talent. They have talent on the team. They played hard last year uh, for their interim coach. Uh, Frank Reich is a good offensive mind. I think they will be fine. I think they are somebody who's probably trying to trade up. Um, I think they're looking for one of those quarterbacks in the draft um unless one drops to them but they have las vegas who needs a quarterback and atlanta who needs a quarterback ahead of them um so what they do at quarterback is probably going to tell me what their ceiling is mm-hmm. right like a Derek carr is like okay they'll win the afc south and make the playoffs and lose to i don't know philadelphia or or somebody like that right um but if if they take a swing on a quarterback maybe they don't win the division this year but if it works out they can you know spring forward kind of like philadelphia sprung forward this year behind a good defense and a young quarterback um with talent around them any chance that they ride um uh what's his name um darnold as the quarterback I think it's possible. I mean, you know, that that's probably their backup plan, but I, I don't th- think that they want to do that. Okay. All right. On to, on to 10, which is an even number, so therefore yes. it is yours to talk through. It's New Orleans who traded this pick to Philadelphia. Okay, so what was, what did, what was that pick traded for? 
last year they traded to trade up to get Olave. To get Olave. Okay. Him. So yeah. Um, great. I mean, great move. Really, everyone wins. Olave is, uh, you know, an All Pro in the making. Um, can Michael Thomas stay healthy? Um, is I don't know if Jarvis Landry's under contract any longer, but those three would make a pretty lethal receiving core. Um, so, I mean, I, I like that component of the offense. I think they have um, a couple real good pieces, Demario Davis and the linebacker. Um, uh, they have uh, Marshawn Lattimore at corner, who I like a lot. Um, so I think they've got some pieces in there. They've just had a really difficult time finding a quarterback in the post-Drew Brees world. So, like, again, they're in this weird place where they're kind of middling. They were 7-10, and 10, not in a great not in a great division. Um, they they are, I think, more so than anyone like a quarterback away. This could be a possible Derek Carr or, I mean, no one's really saying it, uh, probably because they don't have the picks to do it, uh, but like an Aaron Rodgers landing spot um, or, or maybe a Ryan Tannehill um, landing spot. So I, I could potentially see them going hard in on a um, – veteran QB. Yeah. And we know Derek Carr visited them uh, before he was released. Um, so there is certainly some interest there. Good defense. Yeah. I think, I think you're looking at, I think Tannehill, Garoppolo, Carr type level quarterback, and they may be a little bit better. They've got a good defense and talent on that offense um, that, and again, they're in the NFC South. So if they get one of those veteran QBs, they could be okay. Yep. All right. All right, odds so that it is me. Uh, you got the Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. So uh, I was kind of wrong about their stealth tank because Mike Vrabel didn't want to stealth tank. Um, so they are out of the stealth tank with the GM fired. Mike Vrabel probably has more power, um, if not officially, than uh, unofficially. So I think... Again, what the, I feel like we're saying this for like seven through 11 here, but what they do a quarterback is going to be interesting because um, Tannehill, they might move on from Malik Willis. I don't think we've, I mean, if it would be generous to say the jury is still out on him, I think that, you know, he may be uh, need a lot more seasoning. Mm-hmm. Um, so they could move up to draft a quarterback. They could go after a veteran quarterback. I think they're going to want to win now. So I think they are a team that would go after a veteran quarterback. Um, we've heard a lot about the, the Derek Carr sweepstakes, but Garoppolo sweepstakes have been pretty low key. So um, I have no idea where they go at quarterback, but the rest of the team is, is pretty good. And with the way that they run their offense heavily on the run, it doesn't ask a lot of a quarterback. So how much better is Derek Carr than Ryan Tannehill? Not that much. So then why? I don't understand why they want to get rid of Tannehill. Why make that? I, I mean, I think. Yeah, I mean, Ryan pro- it might be a money thing. Um, so salary is um, looking at twenty nine five for Tannehill. Car is going to get in the thirties. I would, I would assume. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't okay. know what the dead, you know, what the cap hits are. I'm not looking at that right now. Um, but I don't know. I it seems like if you have Ryan Tannehill under contract. So uh, if they cut him uh, pre-June 1st, it's an $18 million dead money 
um, hit. So I, I, right. I don't, but the cap yeah. hit is 36, six right now, um, for this year. So, um, they'd save, Confusing I guess, 18, spot. 18. Yeah. It's a tough spot. All right, so let's go to Evans, which is you. Cleveland, they traded this pick to Houston in the Deshaun Watson deal. Yeah, um, I think we have a lot of questions about where this team is and if Deshaun Watson is going to return to um, to form or if he's going to go the Le'Veon Bell route um, after taking a year off. Um So it's, I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously good defense. Um, Miles Garrett, great piece. Um, Amari uh, Amari Cooper, excuse me, Amari Cooper. um, Awesome. Awesome target. Good running game. um, Good corner in, in Denzel. Great corner in Denzel Ward. Is Deshaun Watson going to be, going to be the guy yeah i think i you know sometimes it's is as simple as that like when you pay a guy 250 million dollars guaranteed like you need to have a top tier quarterback and if he's a top tier quarterback uh like he was in some years in houston i think they'll be okay if he's not like this could be the biggest calamity of a contract in history of the NFL and ruin them for five seasons, right? Because they'll just have no money to spend on anything else. So either he's a hall of famer or it's a disaster pretty much at this point. Yeah. Um, So they are a team that can go way up if he's great or way down if he's bad. So they're kind of sitting on that, uh, sitting on that teeter totter and see what happens. Um, You know, this season was a lost season for them because he was out for most of the year, but um, you know, it's, a, it's up to him to pretty much decide where Cleveland takes their fate going forward, I think. Yeah, it's um... – oh, all right. There we go. All right, so let's let's switch. I'll give you 13 the Jets, and I'll take the next one after that. All right. All right. Uh, New York Jets, what quarterback are they going to get? That is – that has to be the question. There are only, I believe – so of that defense, which was a top five defense – um, only four of the players are free agents. I think they're really focused in on bringing two of them back. So you, you assume that the the defense is going to be as, you know, you'd like to think the defense should be as strong as it was last year. Um, so who's going to throw the football to Garrett Wilson? If you can find somebody who can do it, that's a playoff team. If you can't, then um, everyone's getting fired. Right. Yeah. I I think, you know, this one is even more straightforward than anywhere else. The rest of the team is ready to go. You have talent on the offense. You have a very talented defense, right? That's young. That probably won't take a step back so far. Um, You have a talented defensive coordinator. You switched your offensive coordinator, right? You are going to switch your quarterback to somebody else. It's all about who they get and how it turns out, right? Is it going to be a Brett Favre in New York Jets situation or is it going to be, you know, uh, Matthew Stafford in 
Los Angeles situation with with the new quarterback they get. I don't I don't get the impression that they're in for a young quarterback. They're going for a win now quarterback. Does that that seem? Yeah, um, I think in the event that one of the top two quarterbacks somehow dra- drifted down uh, to them, I think they'd take him. But uh, this is a Derek Carr. Um, I, I think they have to set their sights on Derek Carr. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is not reliable. Derek Carr's numbers, I saw something today that are are oddly similar to Matthew Stafford's days in um, in Detroit. So put him around a, a, a great defense, and you're looking at a team that can make some noise. All right. So I'll take I'll take uh, the next one here. I'll take two and I'll start off with two in a row. Next is New England. Uh, at 14, they were eight and nine last year. Um, I, it seems like Mac Jones is kind of their quarterback, uh, not a top end talent type quarterback, but you know, uh, Bill Belichick's, uh, defense and, you know, kind of just general organization of, of team have gotten it done, uh, with less, I think, uh, on certain parts of the team, not, you know, obviously with Brady, they've gotten uh, a lot out of the quarterback. So they had flexibility other places um, without Brady. Mac Jones is kind of a, uh, you know, the game manager, so to speak, as is, is, uh, you know, uh, using the, uh, using the G word there. Uh, but they had a, they spent a lot and had a, had a pretty good defense. So I don't think they have enough talent. They might lose Jacoby Myers. So the offense, despite uh, getting a real, coordinator in Bill O'Brien, still another Belichick disciple. Uh, the offense might be, you know, still struggle. I think this is just another middle of the pack team next year. I, I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel like a lot of anything out of new England. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I, I wonder about Mac Jones. Um, can Bill O'Brien revive, you know, the career, so to speak, but, uh, I think a lot of bad stuff's been coming out on Mac Jones and his attitude, uh, his ability to take coaching has not, you know, the last couple of weeks hasn't been great for him. They do have some cap space, 32 million, I believe. So can they go out and get a wide receiver? Can they trade for a wide? They've been, you know, at least that's the talk up here. Um, would that make things dramatically better for Mac Jones? I, I don't, I don't know. All right, uh, I'll start off. The next one, it's number 15, Green Bay. Green Bay, the big question is what Aaron Rodgers. Like, it, it's the whole world in Green Bay revolves around him, and it has for many years. Does he stay? Does he go? What happened in that yurt with no no lights? Like, we, I don't think we've heard from him since he's came come out of there, right? Uh, he, he did... Um, did go on a podcast, not ours, not ours. We, we, we we reached out to his people. Um, (laughs) but, but so far, so far, no response. Uh, he did go on a podcast yesterday where he said, uh, he doesn't want to drag this out. He remembers what it was like when Favre dragged his, his thing out and didn't love that. Um, he also threw some shade at the critics who were like, you know, so you sat in a hole for three days or whatever, and he was like, "Well, you know, don't don't say that you care about players' mental health and them like trying to make conscious decisions about their future, and then 
make fun of the process, which I think is somewhat fair. Um, so, yep. uh, yeah, what he does is going to determine everything else. I, I don't think they're in a bad place with uh, Jordan Love. He came in that one game, looked all right. So um, I, I think they might they might not be too, too bad if they end up moving on. Yeah, I think a green, you know, they had a, a reasonably good defense. They ha- they drafted a couple of really talented right receivers and Dobbs and, and Watson. So I think, you know, with Jordan Love, I think they're ready to move on. Uh, you know, the, I think the big disadvantage they have is that Jordan Love is going to be moving pretty quickly to his second contract. So they're going to have to do something with him pretty soon, maybe sooner than they want to with regard to a second contract. So that might be the only piece that uh, hurts them. All right. So I'll let you start off. We've got the Washington commanders. That's what they're called. now. Commanders. The commanders recently rated by the NFL PA survey as the worst place for free agents to go. Um, So many questions that have nothing to do with the field. Um, ownership, uh, investigations. Um, and then when you get beyond that quarterback, um, you know, they, they did get Eric Bieniemy, which, um, I love like all the stuff that's coming out about, um, like the videos of him interacting with the guys. Um, and just, you know, I really do hope that this is a great, great space for him. Um, you know, some some good talent on this team, some playmakers, um, some good defensive players as well. Uh, they are also, you know, in that weird place of they're, what, drafting 16th and we're not sure who's starting quarterback for them. Right, there's been a lot of hype around Sam Howell, who they drafted last year, or the Looked year good before. toward the end of the year, came in one yeah, start. So, yeah, I think they're 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 hyping him up a little bit right now. Maybe kind of saying that, hey, if we don't do anything at quarterback, we'll be okay. Trying to make the fans, I think, feel okay with them maybe not doing anything at quarterback, and I think that might be kind of the right move. You're at 16. You got a lot out of a little bit at quarterback in Heineke. So if you have maybe a younger upside guy and Sam Howell, you can see how it goes. Um, they have a good enough team around him to go, you know, eight and eight, eight and one um, without much from the quarterback. So I think that might even be the right move to stick with this guy and see what you got. All right. All right. Number 17, odd number, so I will start. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at 17. Uh, Pittsburgh won four in a row to end the season, so they kind of went on a run a little bit to get into the playoff picture. Um, the Kenny Pickett looks like uh, enough of a quarterback, maybe not a star, but a good quarterback. Uh, they've got... Pickens on offense. They've got uh, Najee Harris on offense. I think they have a reasonably good offense. So I I, I heard, um, heard a stat that after their bye, their offense was um, number four in the NFL after their bye in uh, expected points added per play. Mm-hmm. So they had a good offense coming out of their bye. I think people think it's 
it was bad because it was really bad at the beginning of the year, especially with Trubisky. So their their young Pickens started coming along. Um, Pickett started playing a little bit better. Yep. Obviously, they have um, they have a good coach in Mike Tomlin, a good defense in in TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Cameron who, Hayward, TJ Watt is on the. Yeah. They're, they're good. Yeah, exactly. When TJ Watts there, they have an incredibly high winning percentage. So I think provided health from TJ Watt and a step forward in Kenny Pickett and, and uh, Pickens and here at 17, they have, you know, they can get a, a pretty good player if you don't need a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, It's a good place to be if you don't need a quarterback. So they can probably wait and see which talented defensive or offensive line player or even wide receiver falls to them there. Um, I think they've got a pretty good chance. Uh, certainly going to be in the playoff picture next year and, uh, you know, could could make it for sure. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't say enough about Mike Tomlin and and the job that he was able to do to, to get them to that place. Um, another non-losing record for that guy. So uh, Amazing. Hard to Amazing. say that he's not one of the best, if not the best coach right now in the NFL. Yep. A lot of, a lot of was made of, Oh, he's never had a losing record and everybody's making fun of them. Oh, they'll have a losing record this year. And look at that nine and eight. They did not. Okay. Next one is Detroit at number 18. All right. So Detroit, they, uh, a team on the rise. Um, the question is, does a team like this continue to be on the rise next year? So, um, as a Jets fan, I can remember the Jets going on a five-game winning streak at the end of um, to finish seven and nine at the end of uh, whatever that guy's coaching was um, Adam Gaze's coaching um, first year. So, is it that, or is this something that's real? Um, it seems like this could be more real. They do have a lot of good players, um, a competent quarterback. Um, some really good defensive uh, defensive players um, in Aiden Hutchison. Jeff Akut is a great corner. Um, so they seem to be uh, – or and, and also a, a wide receiver they didn't get much out of last year in Jameson Williams, um, which they likely will next year. So um, this could be a team that is on the rise. Yeah, uh, talented offense. They're, they're huge with golf this year. Um, the defense needed a lot of help and they'll probably address the defense at six and 18, uh, if they don't trade around, uh, you know, a sneaky team that maybe if they want to move on from golf and, and get a, a quarterback in the, in the top of the draft could trade up with all the picks that they have. Um, but I think they're probably more likely to sit at six and 18 and pick defensive players and just try to get that defense to a, you know, if they have an average defense with how good their offense was, I think they'll be a good team. They're on the rise. Dan Campbell looks like, you know, I think, you know, golf is good enough. Dan Campbell has proven to be a good coach. So I think, you know, when you have those two things proven, I think you're you're headed in the right direction. Yeah, so they, I think. they could get rid of golf post-June 1st for only $5 million dead money. Um, but I don't know. He played pretty well last year. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. You have a known, you have a known, known, something there right um all right so next up this is uh odd so this is me 
having trouble with the counting. Tampa Bay at 19. Another team that needs a quarterback, but they had Tom Brady last year, so they they got to the playoffs even at 8-9 and um, and not in a position to draft a quarterback. I think they're going to be looking at the Derek Carr tier, uh, Garoppolo tier, Tannehill tier, uh, even Jacoby Brissett type tier uh, here. So they... I don't know if it's going to really help them though. The rest of the team is still, you know, even with Brady, the rest of their offense was pretty bad, but they got a new offensive coordinator. Uh, their defense is aging and I, I don't think they're very good. Um, I think the arrow is pointing down on Tampa Bay here. Um, whereas, you know, younger teams like Atlanta, Carolina, um, and even new Orleans might even look a little bit better than them going forward. I I don't have a huge amount of analysis for them yeah. other than they need a quarterback and I'm not sure they're a quarterback away, the, you know? Yeah, they're 50 million over the cap. Um, I think that gets better when Brady's retirement is factored in. Um, but poor Todd Bowles, the guy finally gets a head coaching job uh, again with Tom Brady as his quarterback and they go nowhere and now he's right back where he was with the Jets with an aging team and no quarterback. So um, I don't, I don't know. I I don't know that they're a quarterback away. I think they might think they are, but I wouldn't be surprised if they go out and grab a Jimmy Garoppolo or Jacoby Reset, if they end up right where they're at seven and 10, something like that. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, it's a mediocre, mediocre team going forward. And I don't, I don't see a lot of, a lot of ways out of it. They got a lot of money tied up on a lot of veteran guys and they'd have to bottom out to start over. I think. All right. Next up. Number 20 Seattle. Go ahead. Tim. All right. Well, what happens with their quarterback situation? So, um, Geno Smith, not under contract, a free agent, um, two quality wide receivers. Um, Pretty good tight end. Some decent uh, decent defensive players. So can Geno Smith, assuming that he stays there, do what he did again? Yeah, and I think they're, they're another sneaky team for a quarterback, right? They have number five and 20. So they have ammunition to move up if they want, or they're, they can probably sit near where they are and get somebody like Anthony Richardson who could sit behind Geno Smith um, and, you know, learn their offense. And, and, you know, if they sign Geno Smith to a one-year deal or a one-year an option or something, you know, like I think they have some creative things that they can do with the quarterback position other than say, give Geno Smith a long-term contract or just let Geno Smith walk. Right. I think there's, they're, they're making noise about possibly, taking a quarterback. Um, so I think that gives them flexibility, especially with two picks, right? Um, they really did well picking defensive players in the draft last year. So I think their defense is stocked with young, um, young talented players. They have two good wide receivers. They drafted a running back last year. That's been good. So I think this team has a lot of good things around it. And obviously with Geno Smith, they did well and made the playoffs. So Again, a quarterback question just because they don't have Geno Smith. So it's either, you know, I don't. I think there's a middle path between keeping Geno Smith forever 
and and dumping him. It, the the big question is it a flash in the pan or not? I, I mean, yeah. So I I think they I think they end up right back with him. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he's I think most likely he stays. All right, number twenty one, which is Miami, actually had forfeited their pick this year. Uh, it was taken away due to tampering. I believe this is the Tom Brady tampering yes. situation. Um, so just. <laughs> just a, a, a terrible look for Miami here. Um, you know, the, the question is the quarterback. Is it Tua? Like, is he, is, you know, last we saw Tua, he had suffered like three concussions and a couple of, you know, playing weeks for him. Uh, so is he played extremely well with their their offense with, I think Mike McDaniel looks like a, a quarterback or a, a um, coach that is a good coach. So Mike McDaniel seems like they got one there. Tua is the big question. Uh, and also that defense, they probably w- would have loved to have 21 here to pick a, a defensive player uh, to help that defense, but they forfeited it. And I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the answer is to the Tua question. It, comes down to not not talent but health and not like See, just leg or like arm health it's personal just brain health you know you know yes, like personal yeah. like it's the safety of his of, of his life and well-being um yeah I, they're over the cap so they're gonna have to do some cap gymnastics somehow um you know um i i really i really like um I really like a couple of the players on the team. Uh, I, I like Jerome Baker, you know, Bradley Chubb, like really good, solid defensive defensive players. Um, it, it's just, you know, are they going to – is Tua – I don't know. How many how many more times can he, can he get hit? And it's just it's – it's a tough – it's a tough question to ask, but it's a question I feel like that you have to ask. Yep, exactly. All right, number 22, all over to you, L.A. Chargers. All right, so um, kept the head coach, got a new offensive coordinator. Um, So they hired out of Dallas. Why am I blanking on his name? Kellen Moore. Moore. Right. Um, So... He's, you know, I guess the the rap on him was that he he liked to throw the ball a little too much for for um, McCarthy's liking in Dallas. Um, you know, he might have the gunslinger to do it in um, in San Diego. Um, I, I really do think the strength of this team it lies on on that defense and applying pressure to opposing quarterbacks. Um, they've got, you know, the two edge rushers and, uh, or the, you know, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, um, you know, things though, didn't feel despite 10 and seven, they didn't feel right. Um, toward the end of the year, like Joey Bosa's meltdown, for example, felt like a team that, um, was a bit not quite together. So, I don't know. I wonder if they are have made a mistake in keeping their head coach around because those kinds of things, like player meltdowns like that, I think you can trace them back to um, to the head coach. 
Yeah, I I do have questions about uh, about their head coach, but I think the change in offensive coordinator will be good for them um, to have a, a downfield throwing offense would is going to help Herbert a lot. He has the ability to do so. I think adding to that offense will help the defense because they will be able to rush the passer more if the offense is scoring more points. Um, it was hard to watch the Chargers offense, especially with yeah. how much talent they had. So that that may improve everything. All right, next up, number 23, Baltimore. So similar to Green Bay, everything revolves around Lamar Jackson here. Does he stay? Does he go? Does he sign his uh, franchise tag if they franchise tag him? You know, what level of franchise tag do they use on him? Uh, I, I would be surprised if they didn't use the exclusive franchise tag on him. I would be surprised if he reported to camp before, I don't know. August 15th. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there's going to be an impasse here. That's going to drag on for a long time. I don't, I would be surprised if they let him sh- get traded anywhere. Um, my guess is they eventually cave on this. They have a quarterback. We talked about so many teams that have questions at quarterback, so they may have to pay up for him. Um, and maybe long-term that's not the right thing to do. Um, with a contract, you know, more like more like guaranteed money than Kyler Murray, more like, you know, between Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson as far as guaranteed money. So I think that's a big question. Uh, I think as long as they have Jackson and they have a good coaching staff and they really need more talent on offense, especially a wide receiver. So I don't know if they do that at 23, 23. Well, there could be some good wide receivers there available at 23. Um, that would help Lamar Jackson a lot. I think that this Does Jackson get away. The, what do you think? I, I think this team has made a massive mess out of a situation that didn't need to be. And now they've got yep. players sniping at the front office on Twitter and front office guys, uh, calling out players. Like it's, it's the, for a team that you never heard anything about like this. Uh, and we just assumed it was like a well-run organization, this seems to be botched pretty big time. And you, you, had, you had the goose that laid the golden egg, and now you're, now you're killing it. Yep, exactly. All right, number 24, over to you, Minnesota Vikings. All right, uh, apparently they were the number one destination for free agents Based on, yeah, based on um, the NFLPA survey. So they're a bit over the cap, so they're going to have to make some make some alterations and adjustments. I mean, we know that they overachieved, but by how much? Uh, I think they are still a, a team that can very likely win that division again and make, you know, should, should certainly make the playoffs. Um, I don't know that, you know, is Kirk Cousins ever going to be the... Uh, the player who, um, what do you call it? Like, takes that. Yeah, I, mean, next I don't think step. he's going to be this. Yeah, the star Hall of Famer guy. No, yeah, probably not. So then they're stuck in like mediocre QB QB land. Yeah, I mean, I think they are stuck there. But you know, we, we've talked about so many other teams that have so much, so many more questions. Obviously, they are paying Cousins significantly more than he is worth. But they don't have to answer that quarterback question, 
right? So that gives them a slight advantage and they have a tremendous offense. That's, that's great and well-rounded and a lot of talent on it. Their defense was pretty much terrible. Um, so I would be interested to see uh, how that defense snaps back. Usually bad defenses aren't that bad, um, you know, so many years in a row. So I think, you know, it looks to me like a playoff team, certainly not going to be 13 and four again. They were a statistic, what, what um, football outsiders called a statistically interesting team in how much they overperformed their uh, kind of metrics with their wins. Yeah. So I think you look at, I don't know, it looks like a nine and eight playoff team kind of situation for me next year. And that's where they're drafting along with the other nine and eights and 10 and sevens. That's right. All right. So we are up to number 25, Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville has a coach that we know is good. They have a quarterback who's young and who has uh, shown himself to be good. Um, I think, you know, not great yet, but good. So I think, that's that's certainly helpful. They spent a lot of money on free agents um, to add around him, and they snuck into the playoffs and snuck into the second round there. So I think that's a big step forward for that team and that franchise. So um, you know, having having a young quarterback, um, having a good offensive coach answers a lot of questions. They have talent on the defense and Trayvon Walker. Um, they have some other, you know, good young players on that defense. So I think they are, um, the arrow's pointing up, but they're probably going to go as Trevor Lawrence goes. Is he going to ascend to a, um, you know, franchise hall of fame type quarterback tier, or is he going to be, stay at a, a good quarterback tier? So, you know, if he, if he moves it all the way up there, I think that they, they, kind of have the sky's the limit, but um, if he doesn't, you know, they could end up around here kind of like in the mix kind of team. So it, it's really all dependent on him um, for the most part. Yeah. I think they got the right coach to, to work with them. Um, you know, let's not, let's not forget they were a, a fumble away from having a, a one score game there in the playoffs. So uh, they are a, yep. They're a dangerous team. Um, I think that uh, Trevor Lawrence seemed to be the real deal. We, I had questions about him entering the season. He answered them, and uh, you know, I think they're they're primed for a better season next year. All right. Next, we've got uh, at twenty six the New York Football Giants. Another quarterback question. So the the thing I'm hearing is he. Daniel Jones is demanding 40 to $45 million a year. Wow. Which is a lot of money for somebody that's had more or less one good season. Um, if that's the case, I think they franchise them um, and, and, and deal with the one year, um, the one year situation. Uh, but this is not a great place to be. They, it's almost like they 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 were too good last year. Um, you know, I think the Giants' plan had been um, Brian Dable gets hired, you get a top ten pick, you pick a quarterback, 
and you let Brian Dable turn him as the next Josh Allen. Well, now you you sort of escalated that timeline, and now you're not there anymore. So what do you do? Yeah, I I think they they are in kind of the situation of uh, you know a lot, not a lot, but other teams that are kind of they are in the, the combination of <laughs> uh, Baltimore and like let's say I don't know another team that's kind of in the quarterback morass, which like uh, I don't know New England, right? Where they don't have a they don't have a good young quarterback that they can rely on. They have a quarterback who's about to get uh Kirk Cousins expensive and may not even be as good as Kirk right. Cousins and they have some good talent um on their defense and on their offense they got to solve the Saquon Barkley situation as well so Another I think one, there's yeah. a lot of moving parts there and what they do with Jones and Saquon Barkley will kind of tell us where they go like if if they're going to make a if they're going to pay big money for Saquon Barkley might not end up well in the end. Yeah. All right. Uh, number 27, Dallas. Mm. So Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Um, they are – I've never been a big fan of Mike McCarthy. I don't think he's a very good coach. Um, I think they have spent a lot of money on Ezekiel Elliott, and they want to, quote-unquote, feed him the ball, and I don't think that's the best offense they got rid of Kellen Moore because he wanted to throw too much, as you said. So I think that's a bad sign. Dak Prescott has been a good quarterback, so I think they're comfortable there. Um, he hasn't proven himself to be a great quarterback yet, um, certainly not in the playoffs. So that's – well, he had one good playoff game, um, but you know that's still an open question there. Um they have Micah Parsons, who's a talented defensive player. And I think their uh, defensive coach was right to kind of stay there uh, and be continue to be a good defensive coach for them. Uh, but I still have a lot of questions about the offense. I don't know who their second wide receiver is besides CD lamb. So I think this is, this is the team that's just, they're 12 and five. I, I don't, I don't know how they get higher than that this year. Um, the whole NFC East is going to have a much harder schedule this year. So um, the records might not be as good just because the schedule gets tougher. Yeah. So Michael Gallup, the other name there, I mean, um, they're in a tough, they're in a tough spot too. I, I think, like you said, the, the, Aging Ezekiel Elliott, um, not going to be the guy that rushes for a thousand yards a season anymore. Um, and what is Dak Prescott's ability? I mean, he threw a lot of interceptions last year. Was uh, not come or not careful with the ball, and you know, is that going to continue? Or uh, a lot of questions. Sorry. That's okay. We're on to 28. Buffalo, go ahead, Tim. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I, I think you got to assume they're a lock to make the playoffs again. Um, can they make it beyond where they've made it, you know, in that divisional round? Uh, you know, Josh Allen obviously is talented. He still can make sort of make boneheaded mistakes um, with the football. 
will they, you know, presumably get a healthy Von Miller back? Um, I think they've, they've got a lot of good, a lot of good uh, pieces, a lot of good players. Um, when and how do they take the next step? Yeah, I think when you've got Josh Allen, the window is open, um, but they probably had their most talented team this year. And they, you know, for injuries or circumstance or snow or whatever, like it didn't end up um, for them. Or, you know, and I think Josh Allen might have been legitimately hurt with that kind of rotator cuff injury that he had in the middle of the year. The, uh, the, so, the UCL, the, the elbow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the UCL. Yeah, thank you. Um, so that pretty much it seemed like, at least to me, that maybe it sapped his power on his throws towards the end of the year for a, a quarterback known for his power throws. So him being healthy is very important for them at the end of the year. I think they're a playoff team. They're going to be in the mix, like, but they've got to face Mahomes. They've got Jacksonville lurking around. They have Cincinnati lurking around. They have, uh, you know, Chargers, if they sort it out, Baltimore, if they sort it out, like it's their AFC is tough. A lot of good quarterbacks in there. So I think they'll be in the mix and it's going to be a roll of the dice, you know, if they go farther in the playoffs than they have. Um, it would be nice to see them do it, but, uh, you know, they'll be in the mix in the playoffs to do so. so yeah. We'll just have to see I, I see happens. them winning the division and where do they go from there? Yeah. All right, number 29, on to me, Cincinnati. They've got their quarterback. Uh, they have talent. They It seems like they don't want to pay T. Higgins, uh, so there is some rumors about him being traded. I think that's a mistake, um, but they they got to keep this team together as long as possible. So T. Higgins and Jamar Chase being such a dynamic offense I think is great. Yeah. Joe Burrow looks like old-school like pocket quarterback maestro. Um, so they're set there. Their defense was, was good enough this year. So I think they're a team that is just like Buffalo, you know, probably going to win, uh, win their division, uh, get into the playoffs. And then it comes down to, you know, who do they face? What happens? Like, do they have a path like Philadelphia had to the, to the Super Bowl, or do they have a path like Buffalo had where they ran into some bad luck? Right. So I think Cincinnati I don't know how they're really going to improve their team that much. They'll get, you know, a first round pick here at 29. Um, but, you know, other than that, like they probably have some things that they can improve on offensive line, for example, depth along the offensive line. Um, but they have a quarterback and they have talent, uh, you know, that you don't need a lot more than that to be a competitor in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, good, good running back two, three good wide receivers, uh, a couple good pass rushers, um, and like you said, they have the quarterback. So um, maybe the coach is the most questionable part of it, but, um, you know, I think even he's silencing uh, silencing the critics. So do they trade T. Higgins, or do they ride this out? Is, is it the fi- final year of his deal, I think? Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. so, um, I mean, I think... I think I'm with you that if they go ahead and trade him, uh, that is a that's a mistake at this point. I don't think they're unless they can like unless something weird happens like uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba falling all the way to 30. Um, I, I don't think they're in a position to be able to trade him. Yeah, I agree. All right, 
Uh, number 30, San Francisco. All right. So, um, who's who? All right. Who is the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers on week one in the 2023 season? Uh, Trey Lance, I guess. It's weird, right? Um, yeah. You know, so Trey Lance, um, probably. But even there were, you know, things about his, um, what do you call it, his injury uh, recovery not not going the, the easiest. Brock Purdy doesn't like, look like he'll be ready. So an odd quarterback purgatory situation for a team that um, was one game away from being in the Super Bowl. Um, you know, it, it does seem like, they are not, you know, immune to quarterback issues, but they certainly have a coach who can coach up quarterbacks. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't, it doesn't seem like Jimmy Garoppolo is staying. So I guess it would likely be Trey Lance. Um, but it, it's, we're talking about, we've talked about this on the show. He hasn't played a game. He hasn't played more than one game in three years. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough to see. It's tough to see what they would have with Trey Lance, um, but Brock Purdy seemed certainly seemed capable enough, you know, on their on their six or so game win streak towards the end of the season. Um, you know, they don't even they don't have this pick at thirty traded to New Orleans. I don't remember even when they traded it to New Orleans. Uh, maybe it was via Carolina. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but. Christian McCaffrey was good for them. Obviously, he is one of the rare running backs. So it's it's the quarterback decision. They got a bunt, they got a couple choices at least, but where they go is the real question. Yeah. All right, number thirty-one, Philadelphia. Um, the Eagles, I think, are looking up. They have uh, a top ten pick after being in the Super Bowl, yeah. and they have number thirty-one here. So that is tremendously good. Um, general managing. I think they have a cost-controlled quarterback who we've seen in the Super Bowl being, uh, you know, score for score with Patrick Mahomes. So I think that is certainly looking up. They'll, they have some players on their defense that they will want to um, re-sign to keep that talented defense together. Uh, but two new coordinators, obviously, because their they're coordinators moved on. It will be interesting to see um, the offense obviously is, uh, their head coach's offense. So who is the offensive coordinator is not as big as who is the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that some of the players had a, a few snipes on Twitter to after Jonathan Gannon, uh, you know, left for Arizona, like you didn't put us position to win in the Super Bowl. You know, he is criticized roundly around here in Philadelphia for, his vanilla defenses. So is there going to be a little bit more, I don't know, pizzazz to their defense? Um, you know, if they're not in so many games where the defense can just tee off. So that, that'll be an interesting part, but the offense certainly is, is going to be fine. Yeah. So you mentioned the cost control quarterback. He's cost controlled for one more year. because so he was not a first round pick. So they don't have a fifth year option. He isn't entering the final year of his deal. Um, so that quarterback 
window, whatever we want to call it, is rapidly closing if they want another shot at, you know, having the quarterback on the rookie deal, uh, so to speak. So um, this is uh, this is a big year in the, in that regard. This is a big year for the Eagles. Absolutely. They're they're win now. They want to get back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. Number 32, Kansas City Chiefs, the champs. Hard to envision a circumstance where they're not in the AFC championship game again next year. Um, you know, they they seem to they seem to have everything going. You know, they have the best quarterback in the NFL. They have what's probably the most creative play caller, if not the best coach in the NFL. Um, and they can make, make opposing defenses look silly, um, and utilize seventh round draft picks to be dominant, dominant rushers. So, I I mean, you, you can only gush about the job that that team has done. Um, I, I don't, I think they're headed right back to where they came from. Yeah, and I mean, you you said it before the season when they traded Tyreek Hill. He thought that they probably were going to be better without Tyreek Hill, and they were. Um, that's a credit to Mahomes and also to you know the players that they added that fit in the scheme. Uh, they have eleven picks in this draft. They are going to reload, yeah. and not having paid Tyreek Hill, they have money to spend as well. Uh, so. I'm with you. I mean, I think they are a model franchise who is doing it the right way, who has a uh, has a Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, there's they're going to be the team to beat next year, and you know they're they're a, f- a model franchise with how that they have built and continued to keep a, uh, a winning team through the years. Not keeping that window open and continuing to roll around through it and not, not giving, you know, they gave Patrick Mahomes obviously a lot of money, but they didn't, uh, they, they spent the money wisely, I think. And so here they are with a lot of picks and a great team. And a good, All a right. Good that's position. it. Yeah. We did it. Not bad. We did it. Not bad. We, we had a, you know, probably a minute or two in between. We were at 73 minutes. So amongst 32 picks, we went about five minutes over. That's pretty good. I like, I like our timing there. Good. I think we did. I think we did pretty well. Um, any any big picture thoughts after this, Tim? Anything that that stuck out to you? No, I mean the, the you know the, there's there's a clear divide in the NFL of teams that are primed and 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 ready with their quarterbacks and teams that are looking for their quarterbacks and then teams that are looking for way more than their quarterbacks. So those are your three tiers and. Um, you know, I think that that's going through it team by team. I think that's the most apparent thing when you, when you do it that way. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's absolutely struck me as well. Like, you know, if you don't have even an answer at quarterback, that's like a Kirk Cousins level answer. Uh, you're in trouble. You, you, have, you are frantically searching around for that answer at, at quarterback. You, you know, in the top 11 there's eight teams that don't have an answer at quarterback and even the teams like seattle and detroit don't necessarily have a solid answer at quarterback and arizona has a quarterback 
but again, he's injured. And even when he's playing, he's not, you know, so I think it's, it's have and have nots, you know, uh, the teams that we talked about that are competing in the AFC East are, uh, the chargers with Ir- Herbert, the, um, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Kansas city, right. What do those teams have in common? They have a great quarterback. So, right. um, even down to Jacksonville, right. So, um, and if Baltimore resigns Lamar Jackson, they have, the, you know, a star quarterback. So, uh, you either have that guy or you don't. And as soon as you can get that guy, right. Uh, you have to, you know, then do something about it and build around him. So that is very striking, especially amongst the teams, you know, that are drafting low. Um, and they're drafting low because they don't have that answer. And uh, they will continue to draft low until they get that answer. Yeah. So that, that you're absolutely right. That struck out to me, especially as we talked about, oh, what's the answer at, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, it's all, 13, it's all all about quarterback it sure is. <laughs> and, and who has one and who doesn't. And that's why Derek Carr can ask for $30 million a year. Yeah, um, absolutely. There's so many, the, the, the um, supply and demand is way off. All right. Whew. I feel like um, I need to take yeah, a nap. Did, after did that. A, ran a um, marathon there. We, <laughs> we did that really fast. Uh, anything else that you want to talk about before we get out of here? No, I think I, that was a, most thorough recap of uh, all 30, you know, 32 teams that we've ever done uh, or we've never done a thorough recap of all 30. So no, a good, yeah. good way to put a bow on the season. Yeah. And, and a good way to just kind of like reset here, look ahead to, you know, what teams are going to do in the draft and free agency, all the teams are going to look a lot different and we can certainly, uh, we'll talk about those things as they happen. Not nothing much has happened since the season yet. So good place to stop and look around. All right. So, um, you know, obviously one of my oddly favorite events is the NFL combine that's going on, um, through this, this weekend. Uh, I think the quarterbacks will be very interesting. Uh, I don't know if they've officially measured Bryce young to see how tall he is and how much he weighs. Uh, no, you know, I think, the only quarterback who's been his size, uh, you know, less than six feet and under 200 pounds is Seneca Wallace. So he's, he's kind mm. of, uh, you know, breaking the mold, so to speak there. Um, and he may be just an outlier, but you know, the size and weight that he weighs in on is very important. So uh, I will continue to watch big guys run fast yeah. and see, you know, drills and, and I, I don't know. I don't know why I like watching it, but it, it's one of those things is like a guy runs and then another guy lines up and runs and you just keep watching it. And then you're like, wow, that guy was fast. And then the next guy is, wow, that guy is fast. They're all fast. It's, it's uh, weirdly fun to watch. So keep your eyes glued to the NFL combine this week and keep your ears glued to dynasty sports empire, the podcast. And we'll talk to you next you week. You got it. Now, do you have a favorite combine? Like, event probably an event but yeah i i mean i think i think it's the 40 honestly the 40 is so like like uh very uh bite size you know it's short it's you start watching it and you're like i need to draw some lines on my driveway and figure out how fast i can run the 40 myself right yeah because you want to compare like 
how, like how really fast are these guys going? It looks fast, but some of these big guys, like they they take such long strides. I think it's a 40. It's so short. Um, you know, maybe some of the, the passing drills from the quarterbacks, but um, for me, for me, it's definitely what about you? Like that vertical leap, just like I'm always impressed with how high these guys can jump. Like, I don't know if you saw that video of um, DK Metcalf, like, catching a ball one-handed, like, jumping in the yep. air. Like, what? It's almost like they're they're flying, you know? So I, I find that one to be the most freakish um, thing that they do. Um, so I, I enjoy, enjoy just the highlights of that. 